Warning! Calories unleashed may be offensive, especially to mask Nazi teachers. This show is honest, uses foul language, and contains sensitive topics. So, if you're easily offended, do not listen. Get some! Delighted now to be joined by Brian Flores, who is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins for the last several years, who was released last month and has filed, as of yesterday, a lawsuit against the National Football League about its hiring practices. Also, here are his attorneys, Doug Wigdor and John Alefterakis. Yes. Thank you all for Thank coming. Yeah. Um, and, and Brian, let's just jump in. We have 20 minutes here, so we will be able to cover a lot of ground, and we are delighted. Um, you filed this lawsuit, which yeah. you are aware is obviously going to have enormous repercussions. What was the tipping point for you, through your experiences, that made you feel this was something you needed to do? Well, I mean, just, you know, I've been on, you know, several interviews over the years. Um, and look, I mean, this is, we didn't have to file a lawsuit for, for the world to know that there's an, an issue from a hiring and firing um, um, practices so in the National Football League. Why did that, that's um, correct. A lot of people just, yeah. have pointed this out. So why did you feel you needed to do this? Because we need change. That was, that was, that was the number one reason. Um, and I know there's, there's a sacrifice, there's risk to that, but um, at the end of the day, um, we need change. We need change. Fucking moron. Here we go. Here we go. Listen. Wake up. Fucking ridiculous. This is nothing. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Fucking moron. This is terrible. It ain't helping you. Wake up. It's not helping anybody else. Wake up. It's unhealthy. It's hurting you. Welcome, 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 Knucklehead Nation to the 125th. Is it 125th? 125th yes, edition of Calgary Sun Leash, the sports edition. Yeah. We're going to start bringing you a little more sports. Having you know, we, We're all about having fun, and anything we can make it fun of, we're going to make fun of. For example, you got to admire a guy suing the NFL because he has racist hiring practices with two white lawyers. Couldn't find a couple black lawyers there, could you, pal? Oh, Guess not. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Guess not. But, hey, we do have a very fun show for you today. We have a very new, brand new Knucklehead News, Knucklehead Sports News section. Sports News, yes. And we have a lot of different um, a lot of different topics. We talk about the upcoming um, genocide games. Yes, the genocide games. The genocide games in China. Um, we have Brian Flores, obviously. Another NFL star <coughs> is found mm. um, beaten... Beating something. Yeah. Beating yeah. something. Um, use your imagination. Doesn't look good for him. Doesn't look good for him. It's not beating his penis. No. He was definitely beating or, something. Or his girlfriend. Everybody stomp to the left. Stomp to the, to the right. <laughs> You'll see what's going on there. We have Megan Rappenhoe. Rappenhoe? Yeah, we got some Rappenhoe coming out of her. The Pro Bowl and Washington has its new name in yes. the news. But starting off our show is going to be Jay versus Mike. Correct. We have our baseball teams. So this is what we did. We picked our all-time greatest lineups. We actually <laughs> made lineups starting with a leadoff batter. Yep. We had a name that name name your lineup where they're playing in the field. I'm American League. I get the DH. He's National League. He did not use a DH. We also picked our starting five pitchers, relievers, and our closers. So we put together an entire baseball team. Your job is to tell us which one wins. Yep. That is what your job is. Yep. You tell me what baseball team you'd rather have. Would you rather have the Calderese Unleashed 
all-time St- steroid team, <laughs> juiced up motherfuckers, <laughs> or do you want to have Jay's mega mega chock mega, full of batting champion team? What, what were we? I don't even remember what we called it when we did it. <clears throat> I don't remember. Just listen. Yeah, just listen, and then let me know which team you would have to be. Especially this. This is what I really want. I want you guys to tell me. Email me, calderiesunleashed at yahoo.com or get me on either one of my Facebook pages or Instagram. Shoot us something. But I especially want to know who has the better leadoff batter. No, that's not the question. Uh, what? What's the no, question? No, no. I, not once did I ever say Ricky Henderson is a bad leadoff oh, guy. Oh, you gave my guy away. Fine. And mine's Craig Biggio. I just said mine was a solid choice for first. For leading off, because it's not a common uh, okay. pick. Okay. Ricky Henderson's the best leadoff guy of all time. So why wouldn't you pick him? Because I'm ah, a different. I'm getting, route. We're, get, we're getting. We're getting way yes. too into it. Hey, this is all you got. This how this is how the show is going to be. It's a little. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. We actually don't even. We, I don't. I don't rip on your team at all. Besides the fact that I think my team will whoop your team's ass. I think the opposite. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he has corroborating evidence. Somebody will, agrees with him. Happens to be his co-host on Backyard Wrestling. Well, no, he said he needs to see what your team is first. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But he okay. did like my pick for my leadoff guy. Yeah, he's gonna love my pick for my leadoff guy. Yeah, he knows. Hey, Backyard Wrestling, if you're uh, if you're into wrestling, check it out. Great show. Drops basically every Monday morning, the, right? How to Sunday night, Saturday, Saturday night. nights usually. Yeah. Uh, well, it's done every Saturday night. It dropped every Saturday night. Yes, yeah. I release it that night. Hell yeah. <laughs> And we had a good show this past week. Damn right we did. We always have you always have good That's shows. We have right. good shows. Damn right. Hey, listen, give them a five star rating. You go on Spotify, you can rate us. Um, please, if you're listening through Spotify, rate us a five stars. Yeah. If you're listening on Apple, rate us a five stars. 125th edition of Calderies Unleashed, the sports edition. Enjoy. Just wondering, because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's that love that's three feet above your ass. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying! There's no crying in baseball! Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris! 
Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No, no. No! No! And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! Howdy, Jimmy. What? She's crying, sir. I didn't mean to do that. Perhaps you chastise her too vehemently. Good rule of thumb. Treat each of these girls as you would treat your mother. You want to ever tell you look like a penis with a little hat on? Oh my You're out of here! Oh. Bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet Coach, I'm Man. ready to play. I love that song. Is that not your favorite song ever for baseball? Yes. Not. Yes, so, it is. I mean, the the songs for baseball are pretty lame and cheesy and there's disgusting. Not, there's, there's not many. There's one. Center field. Or, sorry, two. Put me out. To, take me out to the ball game, and center field. That's it. Yes. That's all you got. Yeah. Yeah. And center field, dude. Can you, it brings me back literally to little league running out to. I played center field. Yeah. So I'd be running out to center field like, fuck you on the fucking center field. They're like, listen to this. <laughs> Put to me song. in, coach. I'm ready. So, so pumped up. But anyway, let's get to the topic at hand here, let's Jay, because I've been dying. So the last go. on the last show, we had an idea to put together our favorite, or, or not, I wouldn't say our favorite. Just whoever we w- would want in our, our lineup. Our all-time starting lineup mm-hmm. of of in Major League Baseball. And the way we did it, it wasn't. Based on stats, it was just who we want in our lineup. Well, basically, you did it. Your, there was no rules, right? So right. you basically did it your way. You could have picked whoever you wanted. I did it. I did it my way. Now I did have a process elimination. Yeah, but and here and here is my ahead, rationale. Oh, so you said but is there? There was a but. I was gonna say but we ended up doing it that way. We didn't really focus on stats and no, shit. I always look at some stats, but the first thing I did was, I I looked at a bunch of lists that other people had made about so who would I. be the best third baseman, yeah. shortstop. Yep. And then what I did was, on everybody's list on that, which people jumped out to me as like, yep, I want him on my team. Mm-hmm. And that's basically that's where a, I started. That's what I did. Then I went to, okay, let's look at his numbers. Just to kind of, because I am a numbers guy, mm-hmm. I want to I quantify my pick, kind of, or qualify my pick with... Okay, he can back it up with the numbers because yeah, I have yeah, some obs- yeah. uh, some obscure ones. Really? Yeah. All right. Me too. And uh, I'm so, doing the National League. You're doing the American League, meaning I'm going to have a DH. You're not going to have. I'm a not going to have a DH. So this is another thing that I did, and this might be controversial as well. Um, I eliminated anybody pre 1975. I have. One person. 1970, I'd say. That is from the 50s in my outfield. 
I eliminated everybody pre-1975, and there's a reason for it, okay? Number one, didn't see him play, okay? So I'm not going to make a ruling in a, in a judgment right. based on That's somebody fair. that I did I'll, not see play. I'll you could you no. could have done whatever you want. I'll take that out because I, I do have a backup. Well, I mean, uh, this is just my rules. I'm just telling you what I did. I took everybody out from that era. Plus, you know, when, when I look back and there's videotape of these guys' swings, I don't think they were facing decent pitching. I think they were facing mm-hmm. about the same level of pitching that I face on my Sunday men's league, if we're being very honest with each other. Yes, they were good. Yes, they were great. Never seen them play. The game has changed. I think the game is way more difficult today than it was in 19, 20, 30, 40, or 50. Hell, with I think the game is more difficult than it was really pre-80s. And then you really started having these guys develop into in, into like really good crazy ball players. So these are people I've seen, for the most part, play their positions. Okay. Yeah, but back then too, the bats weighed like twenty pounds. Well, yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. I mean, Babe Ruth. That's that's my point. Right now, you're not going to get away with swinging a fucking forty-two thirty-six, man. You know, like there's no way you could swing that. Or what if you? Sorry, my bad. A thirty-six inch, forty-two ounce bat. Sorry. I, I went. I went backwards. You can't get away with that crap now. So this is what we did. I put together my starting lineup. So who's playing in the field, and who's and who's bad? <clears throat> okay. Okay. Then I picked five pitchers. I picked five relievers. One closer. I got. That's to round up I got my team. Five starters, and I have two closers. Okay, that's perfect. I'll give you my relievers. All right. No worries. But that's what I did. I was a little overzealous when I did this. So do you want to start us off? Who is your leadoff batter? My leadoff batter and second baseman. Ooh, second baseman. Who do we got? Craig Biggio. What? Wow. Craig Biggio. Yeah. Leading off Jay's team. That's right. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, my team is going to kick your team's ass. Whatever. Just by the first batter you had come up to the dish. Why Craig Biggio? Just out of mere sheer curiosity. He's, he's fast. Okay. He's uh, smart on the base pass. I've watched him multiple times turn singles into doubles because other teams being completely fucking lazy. So he's a smart base runner. He's got speed. And he's a good hitter. There you go. Leading off. Leading off Jay's team. Craig Biggio. Biggio. Craig Biggio. Now. Him and his nasty ass helmet. All the pine tar on there. Leading off the Mike Calderis. World All Star All Time Baseball Team is somebody none other than the greatest leadoff batter who has ever existed. Not Craig Biggio. His name is Ricky Henderson. How you could not have him as your leadoff batter all time is mind boggling. Is this what we're gonna do the whole time? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. No, I'm fucking with you. Um, yeah, Ricky Henderson, dude. Yeah, fucking great. Me. I was gonna pick him. I- is he your second guy? I don't have Ricky Henderson. Ooh, you don't even have him on your list no. overall. Who would be your second guy? My second guy is Jeter. Would be Jeet leading At off. shortstop. Ooh. No, he's my second batter. Not you, my, you want my second choice? Oh, your second batter. Yeah, I thought that's what okay, you wanted. Okay, yeah, okay, so batting number two, playing shortstop. If I was going to have a backup second baseman, it would be Roberto Alomar. Roberto Alomar. Okay, well, let's not do that yet. Let's then, then let's just go our, go at our regular guys. Right. Um, so uh, batting number two, shortstop for you is De- is Derek Jeter. Yes. Okay, you can't fault that. Derek Jeter is a very good hitter. Suspect at shortstop, but eh. 
these very we, we all know my wealth well-known thoughts on that batting number two for me playing third base is chipper jones oh fucking hate him <laughs> hey say whatever you want about the guy man as, as far as defensive and offensive he's an animal an he, absolute he, animal he was the biggest net killer of all time yeah i bet he is i know he is no doubt. It's not the, there's not any. That's not the reason why I picked him. Even though he did put up career stats against you know the Yankees' little brother. He also named his kid Shea after Shea Stadium. Oh yeah, because he, he owns it. Because he did so well there. Yeah, he owns he owns Shea Stadium. But no, Chipper Jones got to be batting in the two hole for me. And um, great player though. Great player, dude. I put him there because he got he was always on base. And he got base hits, and he had some power. Mm, yeah. So to me, solid. Ricky Henderson leading off, stealing bases. Then I got base hits right behind him. I'm an old-fashioned guy, Jay. Mm-hmm. I don't like the, oh, try to put my number three hitter in the number two spot to get him more at-bats. To me, that is the, the dumbest thing on the fucking The three planet. spot is for your best hitter. It's for your best hitter. Four is for your most power. Mm-hmm. The number two is for is, – is, honestly, to me, I think your number two has got to be fast, and he has to have your, the most bad control. Like your best base hitting person on your team that has speed has bat has got a bat number two. That's just my opinion on it. I agree. All right, number three hole. Who you got? Batting third and playing third for Jay's mega squad is Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs playing third, batting third. Yeah. Wow. Wait till you see who else I got. You'll understand. I don't know where to put these guys. They're so good. Wow. Wade Boggs. Batting third, playing center field for me, is Ken Griffey Jr. Damn it. There were so many, there were so many good center fielders. Um, didn't see Mickey Mantle play. Can't put him on there. Uh, he would be the only one I think I would consider. Joe DiMaggio, mm-hmm. way, too, way too long ago um, for me. Then you had... Uh, what was his name? Fucking um, can't think of the bit. Uh, he, For who? What team? Playing center field, Boston. Williams. What was his first name? Oh uh, shit! He wrote a book. Williams. Yeah, wasn't a fucking Ted, oh, Ted. Andrew Jones. No, Ted Williams. Oh, Ted Williams. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 He. But once again, never seen him play, and he played in like the fifties or some shit. Yeah, don't lose your head over Ted Williams. No, but I, <laughs> he did write a book though, so it's it's mm-hmm. it's really good. But yeah, batting number third for me is definitely Ken Griffey Jr. Probably the spot. best the best all around baseball player I've ever seen in yeah. my life. If he was healthy, if he stayed healthy, he would have broke every fucking record. Every record, he would have been known as the greatest baseball player yep. to ever live. Agreed. Period. End of story. End of discussion. Agreed. So we uh, clean up, clean up, clean up. Number four. Clean. We're probably going to have the same pick on this one. Probably not. <clears throat> Playing first base. Ooh. And bad and clean up. Albert Pujols. Okay. Okay, so now. I know who you got. Now, I have number four in my DH spot. Mm-hmm. Hitting for my starting pitcher, who's later to be named. Mm-hmm. None other than Barry Bonds. <laughs> I knew it. I mean, come on. Give me a break. <laughs> there's, there's no better four hitter on the planet. And I'm not going to put down Pujols. But there's no better. Pool. Yeah. yeah, no, we we talked. But he's about playing him to death. He's playing. Um, he's playing first for you. Okay. Yep. Who's number five? What do you got batting in the five hole? Playing center field, hitting fifth, Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> okay. So that's our first. Um, that's our first alike. Yeah. In the five, so in five spots, we didn't have the same player. 
Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Batting in the five hole for me, playing shortstop. Hmm. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, okay. Yeah, makes sense. I would. Uh, he's a much better shortstop than Jeter ever was. That's my opinion. Well, I don't disagree with that. But I mean, you know, I, if I had to have a backup, it's not Jeter either. Playing shortstop, it's Ozzy Smith. Because <laughs> that's what I because I, I have hitters. <laughs> I fucking have hitters. And um, and I I don't need much more hitting. I, I had defense. three at, at shortstop. I had Jeter, Ozzy Smith, and Barry Larkin. All all solid, yeah, yeah. all solid players. Batting number six for you. What do you got? Playing left field, batting sixth, Larry Walker. Larry Walker. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's got the batting titles to back it up. He played in Colorado, didn't he? Yes. The ball goes like, you know, everyone that, that leaves Colorado, their batting average drops like 60 He's points. He's a great hitter. No, he was a great hitter. I can't I can't give you that. But, wow, playing what position? Uh, left field. Left field. Wow. Batting sixth for me, playing first base. We have another similar guy on the list, Albert Pujols. Hey, nice. Hey, best first baseman I've ever seen. He's got the numbers to back it up. He's not, an absolute Not stud. offensively. I mean, there's a lot of people I would have picked if we're going based on, uh, I mean, defense, I'm sorry, based on defense, but, you know. He, you know the things I look for in a first baseman, he could pick the ball really well. Yes. No, he's not bad at he's first. Not, no, I mean, he's not, he doesn't have the most range left to right, but when he played, when he was younger, he did. He was, he was, he was unbelievable. Number seven. Who's your, who's your backup on first? Ooh, I'll tell you mine. That's really tough for me. Mine's Will Clark. Will the thrill? Will the thrill, baby? I would have to put. Hmm, I would say at first base, I would put either Frank Thomas. I'd stick Frank Thomas, maybe the big or hurt. whatever. The big hurt. The big hurt. Can't go wrong with Frank Thomas. You cannot. He's um, great. I don't like him, <clears throat> but he was he was the best ba- baseball player in baseball for a lot a lot of years. You have to put Don Mattingly in the conversation. I love Don Mattingly. You have to put him in the conversation. Absolutely. Of of best first baseman ever. Number twenty three. And, and then I would say um honestly I'd put Tino up there, man, because he was a fucking Tino absolute Tino Martinez? Yeah, absolute stud. Mm-hmm. And he picked every he saved him, he saved Jeter so many errors. It so did you know so did all of Jeter's first baseman, if we're being honest with each other. But yeah. Who would you? First baseman. Uh Will Clark. Oh, Will the Throats. Yeah. You have a third one? Um, probably Keith Hernandez. Oh, yeah, because you're a Mets fan. Mm-hmm. Yep, gotcha. Batting seventh for Jay's mega team. Playing right field, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn, huh? Tony. Wow, so we, we each had a right fielder batting in the seventh hole. Nice. My right fielder of choice, Dave Winfield. Ooh, I like that. Dave solid. Winfield. Solid. Dude, he's got the numbers to back it up, He and he had a hose. Mm-hmm. Dude, he hit one, like, out of Yankee Stadium. Like, yeah. Out of the damn stadium. Oh, he was so fucking He awesome. was so good. So good. So good. I watched a lot of Yankee baseball, too, you know, back back when I watched. Yep. Just because it was, it was on. It's always on. All right. Uh, where, where are we at? Eight? Number eight. All right. Batting eighth and my catcher. Catcher? Are we okay? We're, we're very similar in that regard. Pudge Rodriguez. Whoa! You went with Pudge and not Piazza? He's my backup. Piazza's your backup. Yeah. So we are exactly the same here. Batting eighth, you Pudge. Got, you got Pudge? I got Pudge. Oh, nice. Listen, there's, you know, when I looked at Pudge, Piazza, 
He was um, amazing, man. You know, we, he threw out 50% of the runners. That's insane. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't know. Uh, Piazza did a, not do A that. really good catcher is throwing out 30%. A really good 30, 35%. When you throw out 50% of the runners that are stealing against you, you are, that's insane. Plus, he raked. Yeah. Raked. If we were picking just based on defense for catcher, Benito Santiago. Ooh, yeah. Throwing motherfuckers out from his knees. Knees, yeah. Not even moving. Yeah, but... Pe- and he had that weird uh, crouch with the one leg out, you know? Mm-hmm. And he would just, boom, bullets to second. Bullets. Dude. Oh, yeah, if I had to amazing. pick a second one, my backup was definitely Piazza. Yeah. Um, and I don't really have a third. That's fine. Yeah, I really don't have a third. Number nine, rounding out your lineup. I know it's going to be a pitcher hitting. <sighs> it's a hitting. pitcher. It's Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox hitting you so he's going to be he's not a terrible hitter either so he's your first starting pitcher yes okay my number nine hole hitter playing second base is roberto alomar nice i mean i had him as a backup all time and i want to be honest with you i think my lineup kills your lineup (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) hey do me a favor everybody let me know whose lineup you think is producing more runs Minor J's. That would be a fun little I game for everybody. I have so many batting champions on my team. Like, everyone on my team is probably, like, the best hitter of their position ever. Yes, mine, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my backup at second base was uh, also Dustin Pedroia. Ooh, my backup at second base was definitely not Pedroia. It was Robinson Cano. I loved watching him. So good. Who, Pedroia? Mm-hmm. I mean, Pedroia is very good, man. He Plus, he's, he's, a, he's a little tiny white dude. He's so very really similar good. to Biggio. Yeah, you yeah. like those type of dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. those scrappy guys. And if I had to pick a third, I would say it would be, um, what the fuck was his name? On the Yankees, couldn't throw the ball off the fucking first base. Chuck Knobloch? Chucky Knobs, man. <laughs> you got yeah. the yips there, boy. Hey, but he was a big-time hitter, man. Yeah, big-time he, he was clutch. 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 All right, so your first starting pitcher is Greg Maddox. Yeah. He happens to be the number three. He'd be in my three-hole. My number one starting pitcher, game one. Actually, I'm going to change that. It's Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. He's my number five. Ooh. That piece in the five hole. All right, cool. My number one is Roger Clemens. Okay. Gas. I was going to pick him, but Gas I, for years. I chose someone, someone else. And then my number one plus is juiced up Roger Clemens. Because <laughs> there's the only thing better than a Roger Clemens is a, is a juiced is up a broken maniac. bat throwing piece Roger of Clemens. Shit, Roger Clemens. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Piazza, here's your fucking bat. <laughs> hey, but when Roger joined the team, you knew we were getting a championship. That was awesome you just when happened. knew it. Yeah, and then when he fell, he's like, oh, I thought I had the ball. You don't throw the ball into the ground at the <laughs> other fucking... It's not peg the player with the fucking ball to get him out. Sorry, is the ball two and a half feet all of a sudden? What a fucking idiot. I didn't see him there. Well, you threw it right at him. So... <laughs> I love how I love. Was that two thousand? Yeah, in the the playoffs. Did you ever hear Piazza's response? Yeah, when they were like, "Why didn't you charge the mound?" Mm -hmm. He's like, "Do you ever see Roger? He's he's huge, dude. I didn't want to get my ass kicked on live TV." Big dude. (laughs) Roger's a monster. All right, so we know maniac. He's throwing baseball bats at people. Mm -hmm. So we know my uh, first two pitchers. First two pitchers. So I'll do um, Ryan's my ace, followed by Greg Maddox. Followed by Greg Maddox. Who's number three? Uh, Randy Johnson. He's my number four. Hey, nice. So we have very similar pitchers. Um, number two for me is Pedro. He's my fifth. 
He's your fifth. <laughs> so we have all the same five pitchers. Yeah. Relievers. Who do you got reliever-wise? No, I have one more. I have oh. uh, Doc Gooden. Doc? Ooh. Yes. In his prime, he was untouchable. He was filthy. Yeah. That 12-6 curveball just... Yeah, whew. absolutely. Coked up Doc, right? Oh, or yeah. Cracked up Of Doc. course. No, yeah. Coke. Coke. Coke, yeah, please. Yeah. Before he went... Before Give he me went my 86 crack. Mets team. All high on Coke. I'll take any one of them. <laughs> all right. And um, reliever-wise, what do you think you got uh, reliever-wise? My closers? My number one closer... Is Dennis Eckersley. Dennis, so we're very similar when it comes to you, pitchers. You, you have him? Oh, yeah, Eckersley, number one. He was the best. Not stop because it was like, you know, when you were a lefty throwing a football or when you were just fucking around playing a football and yeah. you're like, boomer, and you throw mm-hmm. the ball lefty or whatever. Eckersley was like the, you know, when I wanted to throw sidearm gas playing wiffle ball, yeah. I'd be like, Eckersley, oh, and I whip off a nasty sidearm. Do you sidearm remember pitch. Terry Leach? No. He's, it was just a, I think he was on the Mets for a short time. He was very similar, very. Like real low sidearm kind of guy. Gas. Yeah. Sidearm gas he yep. threw too, man. That's so filthy. Sidearm. When I when, even like right now when I see sidearm relievers, like oh, fuck. Because mm-hmm. just the ball moves very wacky out of there. I hands. used to throw sidearm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine in college that was like an okay pitcher, and then mm-hmm. I think it was junior senior year he he moved over to throwing sidearm, mm. and then it was like leading the nation in strikeouts per. It's nine just hard to pick up filthy. the ball. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're trained to look up, so when they yeah. drop down, it's almost like looking at a fucking softball pitcher. It's softball pitch yeah. coming in. It's coming up at you. It's moving in different direction. It's very 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 wacky. If if we could pick six starting pitchers, I'm having Charlie Huff in my lineup. Ooh. No, if I had to do a six starting pitcher, it would have been um, it would have been one of the old timers, honestly. Either Seaver or Gibson. I had, had Koufax in, but I took him out just because I, n- I didn't really see him play. But you know, that's a, that's the reason why I left them off. Yeah. But everyone says like Bob Gibson was disgusting. You know, Tom yeah. Seaver was absolutely disgusting. Yeah, everyone on my list, I watched play. Who else are your receivers? List your list all your relievers. I mean, I only have two. Two. Uh, my second closer is Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner. So I had Billy Wagner as one of my relievers. He's not my closer. Mm-hmm. Mariano is my closer. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, one hundred percent. Wagner's definitely a relief pitcher, along with John Smoltz. Okay. I know everyone thinks he's a starting pitcher, but he was nasty as a reliever. If we're doing a mid relief guy, I'm taking Turk Wendell. Ooh, Turk Wendell. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then I have uh, to round out my relievers would be Billy Wagner, John Franco, John Franco's and Araldis Chapman. Mm-hmm. Simply because you need a dude lefty throwing 100 miles an hour. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely. I definitely yes. would not take Armando Benitez, even though he does throw fire. You just don't know where it's going to go. You have no idea, <laughs> Armando. Um, wow. No, you look at those teams, though. Those are that's all time baseball team right there. Those are two solid lineups, man. I think my team whoops your team's ass. Nah. If we're being honest with each other. I don't think so. I have way more the home only, runs. The you only don't advantage. You have Barry Bonds in your team. I have Wade Boggs. That's like 124 home runs not, not, and like five hits. My guys are doubles and triples uh, and smart base runners. Okay. You know, National League style. <laughs> and I got I got an overinflated home run Yankee lineup. <laughs> All on steroids. <laughs> All on juice. Yeah, you. in order to make my team, you had to be on steroids. Oh, 1,000%. Let's go back to third base. I, I had four on my list for third base. Four for third base? Yeah, I couldn't make up my mind. I had George Brett. Okay, George Brett was, was up in the conversation with me. Yeah. Uh, David Wright. And, no fucking chance. And Vaughn Hayes. For David Wright. For Philly. 
That's a big Vaughn Hayes guy. Now, if I had to do any third baseman when I would look at it, I would say, hmm, third base. I would say Greg Nettles, even mm-hmm. though I didn't see him play. I just, growing up, I loved him. That's good. Um, Edgar Martinez, but he was much more oh, of a DH. So good. Pure hitter. Yeah, but he was much more of a DH, you know? Yes. Um, I don't know, man. My Besides backup. George Brett. Oh, and then everyone, I mean, everyone had Mike Schmidt as like their number one on Great. the third baseline, but yeah. I wouldn't put him up there. But every, no. I mean, everyone had him number I mean, one. You, it, you can't go wrong with Mike Schmidt. I mean, but that's not my choice. No, no, no. no. I was just tossing it out there. Yeah. But, um, and then once again, if I had a, if I had to move people around, A Rod's my you know backup third baseman and my backup uh, right fielder. And if he was in my lineup, he would be my leadoff guy. That would be Lenny Dykstra. Backup right fielder? Mm-hmm. Nails, baby. <laughs> Boy, did he fuck his life up. I think he's in jail right now. Again. Really? Or maybe he's out again. If I had to pick a backup, just so you, like, I would say right field, dude. You have Ichiro. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about him. He is. He, I mean, he was filthy. He's so good. And he, you know what? He had such a such a hose on him too. You don't realize that little like Japanese fucking arm. They must have just trained that from the day he was born because he was a little yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. And he five had, tool guy. Yeah, he he threw gas. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Gwynn, I um, I was kicking around. My problem with Tony Gwynn is he wasn't a run scorer. He was a guy who got a lot of base hits, but he he couldn't really steal bases. He's one of the best hitters of all time, I think. No, I completely agree with you. But he didn't score a lot of runs in right. his career. Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. you look at his overall production, you know he didn't have the people to drive him in. But he didn't I was just going to say that he played on some really shitty teams, man. But okay, so did so did Ricky with some of the A teams that he okay. played on. See, Ricky like, was Ricky, just ridiculous. But he could generate runs. You know, sure. Like, when I when I look at somebody like Tony Gwynn, the thing that kept him off my team is that he didn't, he didn't generate anything. Yeah. I mean, he, he was the best hitter. Don't get me wrong. It's a fair argument. But he didn't generate anything. Yeah, it's fair. Um. I don't know, third base, man. You have to throw, like, Hank Aaron in there. Sure. But once again, didn't see him play. But, I mean, you look at his numbers. 305 career, 3,771 hits. God damn. Right? 755 home runs, 2,298 fucking RBIs. That's amazing. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. And then... You know, when you have someone like Babe Ruth, right? This is like, let's touch on these guys really quick. Because Babe Ruth, I don't know why, but they, you could list Babe Ruth at every fucking position. It's like, okay, well, the greatest base first baseman is Babe Ruth, the greatest third pitcher. baseman, the great, the greatest pitcher, the greatest right fielder, the greatest left fielder. Guess the fucker played everywhere. But you look at his numbers. Once again, these are, if you looked at my numbers this year in baseball with a 650, 614 batting average, you'd go, oh, my God. But th- just think about these numbers for a second, and you realize why he is considered the greatest of all time. 342 batting average. OPS of 1164 lifetime. Mm. 2,837 hits, 714 RBIs, 2,214, or 714 home runs, 2,214 RBIs. If you ask me, Hank Aaron had a had a better career overall, but he played longer. Played twenty four seasons. It's a long time. Yeah, 
And I think, um, what did Babe Ruth have? Babe Ruth had 20 seasons, it looks like he played. 20 seasons. So it's only four seasons less. But four seasons, I mean, that's really the, the stat difference in those guys. I don't know. I had to leave them off. Like Roberto Clemente. Had to leave him off. Didn't see him. Never play. seen him play. Never seen these guys play. And honestly, when I watch fucking Babe Ruth's bat, like his swing, it's terrible. He doesn't touch the hitters today. They have like they have like a step up fucking softball swing. That's uh-huh. how slow that ball was coming in, guys. Yep. And you, when you watch them take that softball shuffle step and swing from their hips, come on. It's like Happy Gilmore doing a uh, a golf shot. <laughs> <laughs> he runs up to the ball. That's what they did. What do you think of Reggie Jackson, Mister October? He's great clutch. He's a good guy to have on your team if you're consistently going to the playoffs. He was the original Yankee all-or-nothing hitter, if you ask me. 262 batting average, 2,584 hits, 563 home runs, 1,702 RBIs, but then he had 2,597 strikeouts. All or nothing. <laughs> so, so think about this. He had 2,584 hits, 2,597 Ks. K's. Jesus Christ. That is insane to me. If you have as many strikeouts as you do hits, you're not a very good hitter. I think Mark Mark McGuire was uh was like very similar to that. Probably. And almost every baseball player in today's game is is probably worse than that. Yeah. I mean, if we're doing like all time, you know, Ty Cobb going based on batting average. Well, Ty, I mean what's three hundred and sixty six career batting Didn't average? Didn't he bat in like nineteen fucking twelve yeah. though, dude? You can't you you I'm sorry, but your batting average doesn't mean anything when it's nineteen twelve. Yeah, but if you're they playing, threw one pitch, dude, yeah. back then the fucking curveballs were banned. They were they were called cheater pitches, man. Oh yeah, the you had the uh the spitball. Yeah. The old uh sandpaper and the glove bit. Did you have any uh any left any left fielders that you would they would put on that list? Hmm. Would you consider someone like Manny Ramirez? I thought about him, but then I thought about his work ethic. And I was like, uh. great hitter. He was probably the worst fielder I've ever seen in my life. He reminded me of Johnny Damon in the outfield. That's how they were so yeah. bad. I don't know how they won with them two in the outfield. Because mm-hmm. Johnny Damon, he looked so shaky catching the ball, and I could kick a baseball harder than he threw it. Yeah. I don't know. How, did, how does someone like him get to the major leagues? <clears throat> when he legit has such a piss poor arm, all he could do is hit, and he wasn't that great at it. He was decent at hitting. Uh, very, yes, I'm okay. I said that great. He could be a good hitter, but how are you just a good hitter? You suck catching the ball. You suck throwing. You suck at one part of the field, and you make it there. Come on, you know there's a lot of people in the minors that that could play the field and hit like Johnny Damon did. Sorry, I don't know. Let's Johnny see, Damon his drive, stats drove me fucking crazy. Where do you put Pete Rose, dude? Mm. Do you put him on your team? If we're doing an all-time team, mm-hmm. like of all eras, yeah, he's definitely making. My I mean, team. that's what we did. We did an all-time team. No, I'm saying of of all time, like see, of all the players. See, Pete Rose played in a borderline time for me. I didn't see him play. But once again, you look at his numbers: three hundred three batting average. Over like 927 years played. <laughs> he has 4,256 hits, dude. Jesus. 4,000 hits is absolutely ridiculous. 160 home runs. Now, with this is my problem with Pete Rose. 
Charlie Hustle. 4,256 hits with 1,314 RBIs. That means his team had to either suck or he didn't drive people in. Yeah. At all. Because if you have that many hits and that little RBIs, that means all your hits was nobody was on base. That's that is that's pretty fucking bad. I forgot about John Smoltz too, for a relief pitcher. I put him on. Yeah, Smoltz. Smoltz was on mine. He was no hundred percent. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, Jesus Christ, Nolan Ryan, three hundred eighty-three strikeouts in nineteen seventy-three. Oh, dude, Nolan Ryan was ridiculous. He was like the first guy throwing a hundred though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once again, just a big old mean Texan man. How do you not have you, you have to have Nolan Ryan? Definitely do not crowd the plate if he's pitching. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Who would you do center field? Let's go your backups in your center field. Center field. Uh Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones, mm-hmm. phenomenal ball player. Especially fielder. Probably one of the best center do, fielders do you I've get watched. One of the best field, no, yeah, one hundred percent. Who is that dude from the Cardinals that was ridiculous too? Oh, what the hell's his name? God damn! It. I have no idea what his name. Someone's yelling at the f- some Latin Latino guy, right? No, I thought he was a white guy. All right, we're thinking of two different people. I thought I think we were doing. Um, who, fuck! What's his name? It's right at the tip of my tongue. I, it's Jim Edmonds. Yes, yes, he was great. He was fuck, dude. He was fucking really awesome. good, really good. But um, he would have to be in the conversation. But he didn't hit that well. And then when you and when you talk about like all time center fielders, right? Yeah, Mickey Mantle. Do you put Jim Edmonds like over Mickey Mantle? No, I'll go Mickey Mantle first. But once didn't see him play, but he has to be. Right. I mean, he's in the conversation, Mickey Mantle of best ever that's ever done it. Now you look at someone local, like or uh, he is kind of local, and he's from New Jersey. And he's young. Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Yeah. He's making a name quickly, and he's playing in Ooh. a very, very, very tough era. And that motherfucker has a 306 batting average. What about Kenny Lofton? Remember him? Awesome. But he didn't hit. Now, these are all just like, like Kenny Lofton, defensive players. He was an awesome defensive player, yeah. but yeah, he definitely did not hit. Once uh-huh. again, you got Joe DiMaggio in center field. Uh-huh. Probably one of you know, the biggest names ever. Ooh, Dale, Dale Murphy. Could also hit. I don't know. Not the greatest fielder though. I don't know. I never liked. I never liked Dale Murphy. You know. Do you, then you got to you got to go uh, Willie Mays. Not Willie Mays. Willie Hayes. Mays Hayes. Not Willie Mays Hayes. Run back, run back Mays, and play like Hayes. I, I plan on putting a putting on a hitting display. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may run like Hayes, but you hit like shit. <laughs> So, uh, dude, Willie Mays' career was amazing, though, bro. 302 career on, uh, 302 career batting average, 3,283 hits, 660 home runs, 1,903 RBIs. So, like, to me, his RBIs and his home runs don't really match versus his hits, but, I mean, come on, man. I'll do one more center fielder. Who's that? Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett. Yeah, remember him? Yeah, the, the, he looked like a Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Danny or like that little girl when she ate the blueberry and fucking yeah. swelled up. Uh, he had a 12-year career, uh, 318 average, 207 home runs, and 1,085 RBIs. Kirby Puckett. Now, who's coaching your team? Who? Um, I know this is I, – I didn't prepare this, but it just I came I didn't me. either. Tells his name. Who's coaching your baseball team? <clears throat> Who was the guy that coached the A's back in the uh, in the eighties? 
Oh, no fucking idea. I know they had the Billy Bean fucker. No. No, no, no. Tony something. Oh, Tony LaRussa. Tony LaRussa. You pick LaRussa? Yeah. Is it LaRussa or LaRussa? I think it's LaRussa. That's LaRussa, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I would say who's coaching my team. Um, Hmm. That's a really tough decision. Mm -hmm. Who is coaching my team? Um, You know, I don't like him. And I didn't like his coaching style, but when you have all of those type of big giant personalities that are on that team, I would almost have to lean close to like Joe Torrey. That's a fair one. Um, I even though I don't like him as you know as a coach, I think he did a lot of things wrong. Right. I really think Joe Girardi was a better manager overall, mm-hmm. but I think J- Joe Torrey managed personalities a lot better. He didn't manage the game, but he managed personalities better. And 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 the locker room, I think he, I think he didn't create like Joe Joe Girardi was like an uptight like you could you could see him shitting bricks. Tory yeah. was Tory was just chilling there eating seeds with his legs crossed, just hanging out. You know what I'm talking about? My backup one would be probably Bobby Valentine, just because he was a freaking hilarious dude. I love Bobby Valentine. <laughs> um, ooh, backup coach? I don't know. I don't know who would be. Um, Tony Larusa, maybe. Mm-hmm. How do you not pick him? He's one of the best coaches ever. Yeah, I I, I would have to go. And he was around our age. Why well, seen him Ooh, coach? Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda, really good coach. Yeah, short temper. Who was that little dude that that, that tried tackling Pedro on the Yankees? Oh, that was uh, Don something, wasn't it? Yeah, fuck, I can see him. I could see him, little short guy. He yeah. definitely he definitely be on my roster of coaches. Don Zimmerman or Don Zimmer. Was it Don Zimmer? Yeah, yeah, it could have been Don Zimmer. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely is on my just because of his tenacity. <laughs> Fucking 107 years old he going after Pedro. Pedro. That was awesome. And yeah. I love I love Pedro for throwing his ass in the ground. He's like, fuck out of here, old man. Goes, fuck off. <laughs> he grabbed him like you grab your dog when you're playing with your dog by uh-huh. the by the sides of his head and just, just throw, throw him, down. him down. That's exactly what he did to him. Get out of here, doggy. Get the fuck out of and here. that motherfucker hit and rolled like a barrel or or Hilarious. a streetcar going 150 miles an hour, just tumbling down the street. I loved watching those games between Boston and New York. So oh, good. Oh, yeah, 100%. So fucking good. But they're ruining it, man. They're ruining the game of baseball. Yep. We've talked about it. Our beloved game mm-hmm. is going to shit. You know why? Because we don't have anabolics in the game anymore. <laughs> Bring them back. <laughs> if you notice, most of my team was on steroids. Actually, Chipper Jones was rumored to be on it. Ken Griffey was never on it. I mean, he didn't look like he was on it. No, but they rumored him to for HGH and shit. Yeah, whatever. I'm just going through my list, right? Ricky yeah. Henderson wouldn't have been on it. Barry Bonds definitely did not touch steroids. <laughs> no. Alex Rodriguez, uh, okay, he was on juice. Um, Pujols, <laughs> I would believe Pujols would be on steroids. I would say he was on it. But he didn't, he didn't change throughout his career. No. So Homeboy's always been big. It's not like so, Brady Anderson, who weighs 150 pounds, has... No home runs, and then one year hits 50. And, and, and he's, he's ripped. And he's two and a quarter. He's jacked. <laughs> <laughs> Head grew three sizes yeah. and shit. Um, but Pujols has always been big. I wouldn't put it past him if he did it when he was younger. Yeah. Um, just because he's from Miami, isn't he? Yes. Anybody from Miami, Alex Rodriguez, I think they're going to the same fucking HGH doctor, whatever. What about Pudge? I don't think Pudge did. No, I don't think so either. I don't think Dave Winfield did. And I know Roberto Alomar didn't. I would say no to my uh, second baseman, Biggio. 
No steroids, I don't think. No. He's a tiny guy. BGO is on steroids. I can't believe you picked BGO. Why? That's an awesome... Solid no, player. it's a solid... It's just... I, I If everybody... Why I reacted the way I did, I would... I, and if everybody I thought you would pick it lead off, it would not have been BGO. That's fine. Yeah. That's a great... That's what I'm saying. It he's was a surprising... Great, very he was a, he's one of my favorite ball players of all time because of how he played. Fuck yeah, dude. I like that shit. Then he went to... to off the wall. And pick. played catcher, too. Did he play catcher? Mm-hmm. Hmm. He, did he start as a catcher? No, he started at second, and then he ended as as a catcher. No shit. Yeah. Guy's a five-tool player, man. I don't care what anybody says. No, I mean, that's, yeah. it, it's solid, bro. Yep. Um, Roger Clemens, definitely not. Andres. Definitely not. Uh, Jeter, no. Maybe? No, Jeter nah. didn't anything. Dude. Wade Boggs? Nah. Definitely not. Beer? Yeah. Well, he drank a lot of beer. Tons of beer. Dude, I heard he came banged up. And he banged his shit out of like fucking Susan Waldman back in the day. Susan Waldman? Yeah, you never heard that story? <laughs> no, I heard stories like Appar- he drank a hundred beers on a plane. And- Dude, apparently that he used to get all hammered up and bang his shit out of like Susan Waldman. Yeah. He looked like a drunk, didn't he? Oh, that, yeah. that red face going. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's like David Wells. Did you hear the game? The, the game. Yeah, yeah. He was all mangled up the day he threw his perfect game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people were either on drugs. Coming off a oh. hangover, still drunk. <laughs> Apparently, Wells wasn't supposed to throw that game, but he was getting fucked up all night. Well, he pitched and the then hell he, game. Then he still had. He was like drinking beer as he was as he was walking into the game. And they're like, "Hey, you're pitching." Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, "You know how fucking drunk I am? Yeah. I can't pitch right." <laughs> ah, fuck it, I'll do it. He was, dude. We need more fat pitchers like him. You don't see a fat pitcher anymore, like Bartolo Colon. Bartolo, you don't have any more. You know. Fucking David Wells. What was the other uh, big black lefty for the for the Yankees? Oh, uh, CC. Uh, CC. No more CCs, bro. Yeah. Who's a fat pitcher? Eric Gagne was kind of like he wasn't yeah. fat. But he was just a thick motherfucker. Yeah. There's no chubby pitchers anymore. No pitchers with bellies. There's players that are that are big. There's no out of shape ones though. What about um? Who was that? Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder was yeah. Yeah. He was fat. Cecil. Son, yeah, I bet he, Cecil was a big guy. Cecil was a monster. <clears throat> Apparently, they were they were uh, Prince Fielder was putting balls out of the out of like pro stadiums when he was thirteen. Jeez, yeah, just, he's a big motherfucker. Dude, he had to be six nine as a, as a, as yeah. at thirteen years old. Yeah, like, like, it's just like his dad. Oh, uh, just like his dad. He was a, he was a monster. Mm-hmm. Frank Thomas is a better player to overall. Yeah, definitely than Cecil. Oh yeah, and Frank Thomas was not fat. He was Jack. He, he was, was a big. monster. Yeah, Frank yeah. Thomas. There's a reason why they called him Big Hurt. He yeah. was an absolute behemoth of a human being, mm-hmm. and now he's doing like the sec- like the like the limp dick pills or whatever. <laughs> Yo, I got my testosterone back by taking this medicine. Now my dick's twelve inches. <laughs> I'm back to breaking bitches like I was in my twenties. Hey Shaq, hold my beer. Hold my dick. Hey Shaq, who's this bigger? Do you want to see his dick too? You fucking filthy son of a bitch. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> oh, you know who I forgot to add. To what, dicks or players? Both. <laughs> okay. Oh, Dave Winfield's got to have a fucking monster rock, too. Who was the, the guy that started off on the Expos and ended up on the Yankees? Was it Vlad Guerrero? I think it was Vlad Guerrero. I don't think he was a Yankee, though. I think okay. he was definitely an Expo. All right, yeah. Uh, there were stories that when he sat down on the toilet, he had to take his dick and let it hang out. It was so big. <laughs> It would just go in the water. That's gross. It's disgusting. If he had diarrhea, he could stir the whole fucking toilet ball up. Is that what you're saying? Oh, give, his dick a, to give his dickhead a swirly. UTI. Dude, I wonder how that would feel if it was in the toilet bowl when you just flushed the toilet. Give yourself a little swirly? <laughs> give it a swirly. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. 
I don't know. The dude I was thinking of when you first said Yankees was John Olerud. John Olerud is one of my all-time favorite players. Really? Yeah. I I didn't like him for one reason. He wore the helmet. He had to. Why? He had problems with his brain. If he got hit in the head, he could die. Then don't play the game. No, he still played and played very well. Yeah, he did. Okay, I give it to him. I give it to him. Yeah. Only thing that would be more impressive is he played with one arm. Yeah, he had he had brain. It was because of his brain. That's why he had to. You know who I left? I left that one one pitcher. Who's that? Dude, if I had to have my number six pitcher, it definitely be Jim Abbott. Ooh. I played with one arm, man. Yeah. You remember that? Yes, I do. No kid today would remember that a dude actually pitched with a glove on his stub. Mm-hmm. And right? he, it was awesome. And then he threw the ball. Landed in a defensive position like and you're supposed to. Put his glove to. back on. Put his glove on, and he was ready to play defense. And not only was he ready to play defense, he was like a gold glove fucking pitcher with one arm. And then when he caught the ball, somehow he was able to throw it out of his glove it's insane. somewhat accurately. Insane. Absolutely insane. Or sometimes if it was a tough throw, he'd be able to like tuck the glove under his arm, grab the ball, mm-hmm. and make a throw to first base. Absolutely ridiculous. Jim Abbott was phenomenal. Yes, I agree with that. Number six starting pitcher for the Calgary Sun Leafs All Stars. Cannot go wrong. No, you cannot. Can't. But yeah, Paul. So okay, so that's why he was wearing a helmet. Yeah, I'll give him a pass. I just thought yeah. he was retarded. <laughs> no, he's definitely not retarded. <laughs> I thought it was one of those retarded helmets. Nah. Now the now the the coaches got to wear him right. Still. What's that? Like the the third base and the first base coach. Well, they should be wearing helmets, man, yeah. because that ball's coming at them at eight thousand miles an hour. Yes, it is. Yeah. So okay, you could die. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Who is the last question? The last question that I got for you. Who would I have for my DH? Yeah. Do you want a DH? Yeah. You want to go? You know, I thought I'm... you were going to do nationally. I am just for just for shit. Just and for giggles. fun. Who's your DH? Uh, Mark McGuire. <laughs> That's not a bad DH, bro. Either that or Andres Galarraga. So, so hold on. Barry Bonds does not make your team. He does not make Jay's team. Yeah, he doesn't. So, I'm telling you, Barry Bonds is going to keep that chip on his shoulder. And when our teams play each other, he's yeah. personally going to whip your that. team's ass. Your pitchers are going to walk Barry Bonds yeah. with bases loaded. And that's how we're going to win. Yeah, maybe. Just so you know. I can't believe I can't believe you don't put Barry Bonds on your team. I have Randy Johnson. I'll save Randy Johnson for when oh, we play you guys, best. and boom, he's also a lefty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I, that, that's a good matchup right there. Honestly, if we have to, if I have to think back, and if any pitcher that I would not have wanted to face, even as lefty? even as Randy Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's lefty, right? Yeah. He's a fucking six ten lefty. Yes. He threw a thousand miles an hour. Yep. He would throw a hundred and three. In the ninth inning. The problem with Randy is when he was releasing the ball, it was like four feet from you. Yeah. That's because why he was so was effective. Like go, go, gadget arms, mm-hmm. man. He was unbelievable. No, he, he was effective because he was a giant lefty who threw fucking 1,000 miles an hour. Yeah. He would pitch complete games like it was no one's oh business. Oh, my God. And, and if, if there was one pitcher that I don't think I'd ever want to go step into the box against. It's got to be him. It would be Randy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Simply because he wasn't as – he. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but it, he didn't have the best control all the time. Well, that's also what made him effective. It made him awesome, yeah. So it's like you get one of those wild, like, over-your-head fucking pitches. Guys it's, were. It's coming 112,000 miles an hour. Yeah. You can't even react to it. Guys were afraid to dig in. Scared shit fucking, yeah. what was his name? Um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Kirk? No. Kirk In the Schilling? All-Star game. No, in the All-Star game. Um, 
when he sat in the very back of the box would turn his head around. The ball player. And, he, and then fucking Randy Johnson threw one like a thousand miles an hour over his head. So I thought it was Kirk. Kirk something. I don't know. Kirk? Captain, yeah. Captain Kirk? No, no, no. You don't remember Lefty? He was another good ball player. A catcher? No, he was not a catcher. I think just, he played, just a player. I think he played first base. It fucking... It definitely starts with a K, bro. I think I, it's fucking like Kirk. It's got to be John Kruk. It's not Kirk Gibson. It's not Kirk. No, okay. it was John Kruk. You remember yeah. that in the All-Star game where he put his hat on backwards? Yes. Or helmet on backwards, stood in like the very back of the box, took like three of the laziest like swings, and one ball went a thousand uh-huh. miles over his head? I loved his batting stance. He just I'd, stood there. Like, yeah, I would want full catcher's gear mm-hmm. to go up against Randy Johnson. I would too. Elbow pads, knee pads, shin protector. Well, it's kind of what they do now. They got the fucking helmet that comes over to their mouth. They have the big, big elbow pads on. They got the big shin guard. Fucking pussies. Dude, if you're facing everybody that's throwing 100 miles an hour, man, 100. You don't realize that people don't realize something about baseball. When I've seen the fastest I've ever seen in my life was 98. Mm-hmm. The sound that ball makes coming at you. Is fucking frightening, man. Yeah. It's like, can you imagine a hundred and four coming at you? Do like, like you, you know, baseball players can relate to this. Like, and you, you're, you were a baseball player, mm-hmm. but when you play like upper level Division one college, and when you start seeing shit like that, you hear, you hear the ball progress as the faster they fucking start throwing. Yeah. So it's like when they get to the mid eighties, you'll hear a little whistle. You know, when they get to ninety, you'll hear like that. Like mm-hmm. like it's sizzling a little bit. When you get to ninety five plus, the ball fucking like crackles coming at you. There was one one pitcher we faced. This kid was a young kid. This is and it was like, <laughs> it's out of his hand. You heard you heard the thoop, like yeah. when he threw it. You heard the out of his fingertips, and then that's what. <laughs> like, what the fuck? The ball was coming in so hard. It was it was the, frightening. The fastest I've faced was probably in the eighties. Eighties, yeah. Yeah. Like eighty five maybe. Yeah. And that's fast. That's gas, dude. Yeah. Eighty people don't realize how fast eighty five mile an hour really it's coming is. at you in less than sixty feet away. Oh, and and it's it, once again you have these big dudes. We still face probably eighty five. I still face it eighty five eighty, low eighties, mm-hmm. eighty five. There's a couple dudes we face that were still touching ninety. You know, young, young, twenty-four-year-old, twenty-five-year-old yeah. kids coming right out of college. That are we faced three different pitchers from Rutgers that pitched that were on the Rutgers team like three years before, and now they're playing against us. And they're throw, these kids are throwing smoke, gas, gas. And then we played in the over eighteen league in the in the uh, fall. That's when you get these dudes coming out of like nowhere and these young kids, and it's great mm-hmm. because they they see us and they think we're a bunch of old motherfuckers. They just throw us hard fastballs, and we can still hit hard fastballs. I've we pl- tee off on these kids. I've played uh, men's hockey games where against guys that did play in the NHL. They weren't good. They were like, like you know, like a fourth liner. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, even the f- they're still unbelievable, insane. Yeah, insane. How they skate, how fast they are, just everything. How they especially shoot, especially NFL or, or NHL. That's a hockey's like one of those. I I feel like there's a lot more parity in baseball. Like what I mean by that is. I really don't think some of the run-of-the-mill second baseman in the major leagues, let's just say, mm-hmm. or run-of-the-mill shortstop or run-of-the-mill left fielder or right field, whatever, I don't think they are that, that much better 
then the people in the minors, and then some of the kids in college. Gotcha. Yeah. And then even the kids that go to college, I don't. There, there's a lot of a lot of baseball players that are phenomenal that never go anywhere mm-hmm. just because they don't have you know their shit together in one way, shape, or form, sure. or never sure. get seen. If you are next level professional hockey, the jump from college hockey or high school, not high school, but you know what I'm talking about, high school, and then even the leagues, if you have semi-pro yeah. leagues, I think if you're a fucking, if you make it to the NHL, you are so ridiculous on a whole, so much different level than anybody else in the world. Think about this, all right? No matter what your position is. <clears throat> right. You're just, you are flat out the best player. Right. Hockey teams, they, they draft college players. And when they draft a college player, with a few exceptions, you know, that are just lights out, good. They go down to the minors for years, years. and some of them never make it. Yeah, because they're just not—they're not at that caliber. They can't, and you can't be. But when they get drafted, they—they they think they can develop them to be that caliber, and they're not. And they're very good, but they just don't make it. That's how good you got to be to make an NHL roster. It's really hard. I think football is like that too. Yeah, I agree. I think football, you. Um Football's interesting though, man, because you have like different positions that people never get a shot, and then when they finally get a shot, they do great. Well, I would say maybe center. No, like you think yeah. running back. I think there's a lot, there's a lot of running backs out there that are really good that don't get a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, especially white running backs. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, I love they have, exist. I love having that conversation. All right. We we're gonna have we're gonna have a conversation next segment about. Um, a certain football coach and racism, so I'm not even going to get into okay. that shit. Oh, it's hysterical what's going on. Nice. The, the whole NFL is racist. Obviously. I mean, almost everyone in the NFL is black. It's, but everyone's racist. <laughs> okay. But I fucking, sure. But I digress with all of that. Uh, no, but hockey's definitely, um, that's definitely next level. You have to be next level. And when you play, you watch old professional hockey players play, mm-hmm. they're really still ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I mean, baseball is the only sport where you can go... <clears throat> 0 for 30 Still have a job <laughs> Baseball's the only sport Where you could slump That's what I'm saying Can you slump In any other sport No you're, <laughs> At bare minimum You're going down To the minors Hey this guy's 2 for 52 What's going on Like even when Jeter Jeter started off Like 2 for 62 One year Yeah I, I remember I think, that I think he fit, still finished up 297 that Yeah year. Then he got hot And then he got Ridiculous It wasn't just hot Yeah he was It on was fire. absolutely The first year The first uh, half of the year couldn't touch a couldn't baseball. Hit his way out of a wet paper bag. Second part of the year he could not miss a baseball. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was absolutely spectacular. Like but, you can't be a defenseman in the NHL and be a minus forty and expect to have a job. No. Sorry, but yeah, I think he was two for sixty-two, like yeah. six for ninety. Or I remember something. that. It was like uh, like ninety-eight, maybe. And then every one one out of every thirty hit. It was like, oh my god, he's coming out of it. Ah, oh, shit. He's and he was hit, he was hitting homers too for a while. Dude, he went he went crazy. <clears throat> he went crazy. Yeah, that was Jeter. Once again, you all know this. He straight up made a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> he made a deal with the devil for his mm-hmm. for his life. Hundred mm-hmm. percent agreed. But hey, that wasn't a bad. Uh, I like that segment. Little little That's change it. up from all the political bullshit, right? Little uh, a little baseball team next. The next one of these we're doing. It's going to be all time. Going to do like the, the the top shittiest baseball themed songs. I mean that's really quick. There's like all you have to do is read. There the is five some. Songs. I think Kenny Kenny Rogers might have. Oh, it's one. atrocious. We we so bad. We were gonna play it in the so beginning bad. when we did our mashup. We were gonna play it, but it was depressing and horrific <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> so corny. I don't know how you make a song about a little leaguer 
a stri- like striving to be a great player to be so horrifically yeah, bad. So bad. So- <laughs> What are you going to so, do? Old school country, guys. What are you going to do? <clears throat> hey, there you go. There's the uh, Calvary Sun Leash, Jay and Mike, all-time team. Let me know. All-time, our time. Our time. Yes. We're going to post this on Facebook. Let me know. Let us know who you think their team is going to win. Because we have the same pitching. Mm-hmm. I so, got a, so it's going to come down to who's a better hitting team. You got more power. I got more Hitters. Hitters. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know why I went with all power because it's not my style, but it, it's old school National League Dude, style I against I got I got some of the greatest hitters of all time here, bud. Yeah, so do I. I got some of the greatest hitters but of all time. What happens with power hitters? What you know, they strike out a lot. Ricky Henderson, Chipper Jones, Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. was power and hits. Barry Bonds didn't strike out. I also like, had Ken all. Griffey Jr. Alex Rodriguez definitely struck out a lot. Our Pujo strikes out, but he's got he's got hits. Dave Winfield's probably the greatest hitter <clears throat> ever. No, dude, he was like nine foot tall and could reach pitches no, no, no. in the other batter's box. Here is why my team is gonna do is gonna do well. I have guys that don't strike out a lot that get on base, and all of them are pure hitters. So there you go. You don't have Barry Bonds on your team. No, Barry Bonds also struck out a lot. I don't think he struck out that much. Barry Bonds is well, he was fast back in his back in his day. Towards the end, not so much. When his head got big, yeah. yeah. His his body got big and he slowed yeah. the fuck down. Yeah. He was a forty forty guy there for a while. Then he was yeah. a thirty thirty guy. Barry Bonds back in when when he first came into the league, it was an amazing player. We'll put it this way. If he if if I have young Barry, he's batting number two for me. Yeah. I would be, he could even lead off. Yeah, exactly. So if I had if I had young Barry Bonds, I would say five years in the league, Barry Bonds, he's batting number two. I would shift everybody up and I would move Chipper Jones into the sixth spot. I feel strongly about my team. Really, I do. I feel. I, I think my team walks your team. I think my team crushes your team. It's Absolutely not even close. kicks your not fucking even fucking close. So this is what we're gonna do. You, you guys us- are gonna strike out. My guys are gonna get on base and just. Boom, 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 boom. None, none of my guys. Single, double, single, not double, Not many single, of my double. guys strike out besides Alex Rodriguez. There's nobody on my team that strikes out a lot. Nobody. Who? L- maybe, L- maybe Pudge. L- maybe Pudge. But he's a catcher. You can't, you can't hold strikeouts against a catcher. Tony Gwynn. No production. But a hitter. You get on base. No production. He's a hitter. No he's one of the best pure hitters of all time. Yeah, no, so he definitely My is. guys are going to be on base. He's going to bring him home. He's batting late in, late in the lineup, too. He has, like, five RBIs in his entire career. We're not doing that. We're talking about <laughs> on this team. Oh, I know. I'm just, this is, now I'm, I'm breaking chops right now because I think my, my team My weakest hitter is probably Pudge Rodriguez or Craig Biggio, and they're not weak hitters. <laughs> All right, so this is what we're going to do. We are going to, when we play this, stu- th- this show, mm-hmm. I'm, we're going to post on Facebook, Jay's Unleashed. All stars mm-hmm. versus Mike's Unleashed All Stars, all time. You guys decide who, which team wins. Yeah, loser has to do a push up. Okay, one whole push up. Done. Done. On to our next awesome segment. <laughs> Welcome to Knucklehead Sports. You know our names. Let's get to it. Jay. 
Yeah. We have uh, a very interesting news segment, a little sports section for you right now. I'm going to get into my first news topic of the day, Brian Flores. Go for it. Brian Flores, if you don't know, is black. Really? A, yeah, he is black. He is a, uh, was. <laughs> He's a, he is a, uh, He's a man that is claiming the NFL is racist. Very, very racist. As a matter of fact, they're so racist, they gave him a job in the first place. <sighs> Get out of here. He did. He went 24 and 25. That's 24 a- and 25. He had a losing record as a three-year three year manager. So he was under 500. He was under 500. <laughs> Bye. He told his quarterback that he sucked. Really? Yep. A black... I'm oh, sorry. His black quarterback that he sucked. Oh, Jesus. He uh, couldn't get along with his black counterpart, GM. So that guy fired his ass. Oh, well, And somehow... Do better. Somehow in the NFL world, that now is considered racist. Not only is a black man getting fired by a black man racist, the fact that he didn't immediately get a job... Is also racist. Also racist. Yeah, that's what obviously he, that's what went into his into his countersuit. So this whole thing is is it's it started when Bill Belichick sent him a congratulatory text message. Obviously, that's where it all starts. Only he sent it to the wrong Brian. He thought he was sending it to the Giants coach. Hey, Brian, good job. I hear you're getting the job. You ain't black. He wasn't black. <laughs> he was a kind of a chubby, fat guy, white guy. So. Brian Flores gets this text message and gets all butthurt. Claims he went oh. on the went on the interview anyway, only to get, be embarrassed because the Rooney Rule forced them to interview him, and he put his best foot forward in the interview. But I'm sure he started off with his stellar record. Oh, his stellar record! Right? <laughs> hey guys, what? Here's, what, wait, what's the question? Why should you hire me? Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> you see, I. Won twenty four times out of out of fifty one. Out of fifty one, <laughs> I know I I know what you're thinking. That's not that good, but I'm black, so you should hire. But me. I'm black, and that's the only consideration that I have is I'm black, a black guy who happens to not be able to get along with black people. Weird, who huh? Would've, who would have thought that was even possible? Who I thought they were all. It? I thought they all looked alike. They all thought alike, and um, they were all friends, right? Yeah. Black people just love black people. They're one big. Yeah, fist raising fucking clan. Right, right. Black lives matter. There's no black on black crime. There's no they, nothing they, like that. They it's, always love that each other. That would be crazy. So the Giants responded. The Giants responded with the allegations that the Giants' decision had been made prior to the Friday evening, January 28th, is false. And to base that allegation on a text exchange with Bill Belichick, in which he ultimately states that he thinks Brian Dayball would get the job, is irresponsible. That text uh, exchange occurred the day before Coach Tables in-person e- interview even took place. Giants ownership would never hire a coach based on a 20-minute Zoom inter- interview, which is all that Mr. Dayball had at that point. Okay. That would be funny if they, if they just responded with a, like a goat emoji and an LOL. In addition... <laughs> Mr. Belichick does not speak for and has no affiliation with the Giants. Mr. Belichick's text exchange proves no insight into what actually transpired during our head coaching search. How about everybody kindly fuck off? Yes, please. Kindly. So then the Miami Dolphins came out and basically said, everything that guy just said is bullshit. 
<laughs> to quote the great my cousin Vinny. So then he had a nice little interview with some other jerk off from ESPN. And to me, if you just, I, I encourage everybody to go watch this interview. And if you want to see what a bullshitter looks like, there he is. He asked, he was asked to get specific five different times. He could not do it. The original question was, tell us what was your tipping point on why you had to bring this lawsuit up. And his answer was, well, um, you know, you know, um, you, I, there doesn't need to be a lawsuit either in order to know that there's a there's a problem with the hiring practices with with well, you know the you know the thing. I, I'm trying to say that I, I think I'm qualified, and they ain't give me. I didn't even get a chance. I didn't even get a chance. Is what he said. He went 24 25. That's that's a chance. You that's 51 games. How many games are in a season? 12, 16. What, what is it? 18, I think there's 18 now. Eight? 17 or really? 18. Yeah, they, they raised it by two games, I think. Yep. All right, so that's, that's um, four seasons, we'll say? So it's three seasons. You got three seasons. Three seasons. Yeah. That's a chance, buddy. That's a chance. And you failed. And later in the interview, he goes on to say, football saved my life. Oh. It is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. Wait, that the racist thing is the, the most, greatest yeah. thing that it's so ever the happened So the most racist them? hiring practices that anybody could ever possibly imagine. A guy that was actually given a chance. So through all the race, just think of the Jeez. think of the horrid, horrible, stupid, stupid retardedness of this entire yes. situation. Yes, a guy's claiming hmm? that there's racist hiring practices inside the NFL. That guy happened to climb up the ranks, coached with Belichick. Got a number of different high-level coaching positions inside the NFL. Isn't like seventy-something percent of the NFL black? Yes, something like that. Exactly. Of of, but it's it's the players. But still, let's stick to this guy, coaching-wise. This is the claim. He did all of those things. He climbed up the ranks. He became a head football coach in this racist organization. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But now that he didn't do a great job and pissed everybody off around him. It's everybody else's fault, and the whole yeah. NFL is racist. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I love how this league is anymore. I love how it is, <sighs> dude. We that that's a league that claims it's so righteous that they let like Ben Roethlisberger play when he like rapes chicks in bathrooms. They don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Fuck. The worst thing that happened was Ray Rice smacked his girlfriend. If we're gonna be honest with each other, I don't even think what he did was that bad. She was fucking attacking him. He opened hands. He didn't kick her yeah. while she was down. None of that shit. Let's be honest. The NFL actually stands for no fucking rules. No, no, fu- no fucking laws. No <laughs> fucking laws whatsoever. I don't know, man. I don't or know. No, Call me crazy. No forcible laws. It, 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 it wasn't on video in this world. It doesn't count. <clears throat> True. So the racism, exist. the racism argument. Everybody is telling him that he's full of shit. Yeah, he, he obviously is full of shit. Everybody. Crock full. But who does the media listen to? That guy. There you go. I don't know. What do you got? I Mine's a little Olympic talk. It takes place... I don't, I don't watch the Olympics. It's fucking stupid. I haven't watched it at all. Not one second. But uh, in the news, uh, the, the Canadian... Yeah, the Canadian and the Russian women's hockey team... In the preliminary round, heard of you? Yeah, uh, Canada wasn't even going to come out because Russia had some kind of some COVID shit going on. Yeah, they had a couple people test test positive for COVID. Yeah, so rather than not play, both teams 
N95 masks the entire game. Playing hockey. Playing hockey. Hockey. Where you're sprinting the whole time. Yeah. On ice. On ice. That can't be good. So they they have uh, their steel cages on, full mask, and the N95 on. So why couldn't they just have the the Pfizer's on? That wasn't good enough? No, no, it's not. It's COVID. It's It's COVID. How how do you play hockey with N95 on? Dude, I... You can't. I don't see how you can without dying. Without dying. They couldn't have been real N95 masks. They had to be one of the cheap Chinese knockoffs. those fake ones. That you 1, brought 1,000% a cheap Chinese fucking knockoff KN95. It was like an HN95. That's all it was. It's, yeah. It lets in 95% of oxygen. It's the only way they played with N95 on. Yeah. There's no way you're putting an N95 on no. and running. No. There's no fucking way. I'm telling you, it's no way possible to do it. I knew this shit was going to continue into the Olympics, obviously, because there's no end. I mean, it's just it's craziness. And it's pissing me off because I'm missing my favorite sport. Yeah, I love watching Team USA and you know the the teams, countries play. I love it. I just want to see Team USA curl. Obviously, Team USA fucking curling. Curling is that is my favorite. It's like cornhole on ice. Yeah, kind of. It is. That's what it is. It's cornhole on ice, basically, yeah. man. Shuffleboard. Only you're spinning a fucking little. Little rock, crazy, and then they have little brushes that. Br- I love it. I never even know. We used to go hall curling, in 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 college. We used to, we used to take everyone's phone book, and tape them up with like fucking duct tape, <laughs> and we used to do hall curling. Was, That's funny. <laughs> that as was hell. it. Was basically cornhole with. With textbooks and no hole. Yeah, hey. Yeah, that's all it was. Do what you got to do when you're in college. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, do you hear what's going on in China? China? Oh, dude. What's it's going like, on in China? The, the one sports reporter from from like Denmark is live on the air and these fuck a bunch of Chinese Gestapo come up and just take them to a different location. Oh, and, yeah, I did hear about that. Oh, uh, dude, apparently like if, you get, if you're tested positive in, in, in China, can you imagine going to China, testing positive for COVID in China? You're dead. They shoot you. They take you out back and they shoot you with a twenty-two. You never know what's going to happen to that person. It's like what happened? I don't know. He he got taken away. He got tested positive and they just disappeared. He got COVID. Shoot him in the head now. You killed that COVID. You fucking do it now. Kill COVID. It's unbelievable. Fucking crazy. But hey, speaking of the NFL, let's keep it on the NFL. They only have high upstanding citizens in the NFL who would never do anything wrong ever. No. And the worst thing they could ever possibly do. Is utter the word, I'm a white guy. Oh, ooh, sorry, no. but in the league that is, you know, seventy percent black, and they want to have all the problems, and they think they're righteous, mm-hmm. they have people like this: Alvin Kamara, the New Orleans Saint running back, very good running back for the New Orleans States. There's video surveillance that shows New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara punching a man approximately eight times in the face. Is that all? Before Kamara's associates proceeded. Perfe- to stomp him several more times on the ground in a Las Vegas casino Saturday morning. According to the police report, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department put out. They also put out that the video account favors the victim. So what actually happened? The man said that he started the conversation with one member of the group that while as he was waiting for an elevator. When the elevator doors opened, the man started to walk towards the elevator along with a large party. But a man later identified as Kamara put his hands on the victim's chest to stop him. 
The man said he then pushed Kamara's hand off his chest, and Kamara pushed back hard enough to can- cause the man to stumble backwards. After that, he recalled being hit and kicked by multiple multiple people, eventually losing con- losing consciousness. According to the video surveillance, the man was speaking to a woman before the events occurred, as he described. After Kamara pushed the man, one of Kamara's associates hmm. pushed... Uh, Punched the man in a face, and then Kamara lunged towards the man and punched him approximately eight times, including three times after he has fallen to the ground. Jeez. Then. Wait, there's more. There's more. (laughs) Three other of Kamara's group then began stomping the man in the face, chest, and legs. Okay. Doctors say he needs a bacchiotomy. One of Kamara's associates stomped the man approximately... Guess how many times? Let's play this game. Over, under, 10 times. Over. 16 times! Yes! According to the police report, the incident broke up once the security arrived, Hmm. and Kamara and his party were escorted off of the property. Nice. He was later identified through, through through video accounts, and they met him right at the Pro Bowl. As he was leaving the Pro Bowl, they met him inside the stadium and read him his Miranda rights before interviewing him. Cool. This is what Kamara told the cops. The dumb, piece of shit, moron. What do you say? Who's in a Las Vegas casino where there is literally... Cameras everywhere. Camera every four feet. You can't fuck your girl in your hotel room without being recorded. They're watching. They're watching you. Yeah. 1,000%. Kamala told police that he was with his girlfriend, his assistant, and a couple of friends who liked to stop. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, Kamara it's said, all good fun. Kamara said the man called his friends, uh, one of his friends ugly while they were waiting for the elevator. Oh, that's hurtful. That's hurtful. Come on. He hurt my friend's feelings. Seriously. So I had to punch him and stop him on him 16 times. And then he said later, I'll whoop your ass, too. Oh. Kamala right. said he saw a fight break out next to him and saw the man get punched. When asked why he continued to punch the man, Kamara indicated that he thought the man was trying to run away and had done something to his group. So, instead of letting him run away, he chased him and punched him several times. Well, that's what you do. That's, hey, I love punching people. That's what the police report notes that the video shows the man was not, in fact, running away. So, uh, neither Kamara nor the Saints... Or anyone representing Kamara has made any public statements. No, he is a um, yeah, he's a piece of shit who likes to hit, you know, guys and stomp on them. Apparently, hey, we all need to vent. Dude, I'm cool. Yeah. Listen, I'm not even above saying the guy didn't deserve to get his ass kicked. Probably did. He probably did say something stupid. We all need hobbies. But when you're Alvin Kamara, what are you doing kicking somebody's ass in a, in a casino? Uh, you're a dumbass. <laughs> you're you're a dumbass. What do you got? What I got. Is, love is have, is what I got. I have love. I said, remember that. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. I don't cry when my dog runs away. I don't, I don't get angry at the bills I have to pay. I don't get mad when my mom smokes pot. Hits it's the bottle and goes back to the rock. rock. Fuck it, fight it. It's all the same. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> Sorry, I had Good to. shit. I fucking had to. My favorite douchebag in the world, Colin Ooh. Kaepernick. Yeah? yeah? He's back in, in the news here? He was heckled, Mike. No. He 
Wednesday wasn't. night outside Madison Square Garden. No. Also known as MSG, where he joined Spike Lee for a joint. For a joint? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, for a New York Knicks game against the Memphis Grizzlies. That's a team? The, uh, yeah. Never heard of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, as Kaepernick and Lee were exiting the arena and entering an SUV, when the former 49ers quarterback was confronted with questions and jeer. One fan, or not a fan, said, get out of here. And uh, yelling in the background, you can't even throw a football. You're a bum. That is all. That is it? That's it. And in other news, the Giants have hired a black man. What? As their their assistant general manager. Less than a week after Miami Dolphins coach Brian Flores sued the team. Two other franchises in the NFL uh, for alleged racist practices. So they announced Monday that they will hire Brandon Brown. He's not only a black guy, he has Brown in his last name. That's how black he is. He is so black, he's brown. He's so black, he won't even pick the cotton out of an aspirin bottle. Damn right, that's how black he is. Yeah. Brandon Brown's going to work for the new general manager, Joe Schoen. The Jewish motherfucker alive, the most Jewish motherfucker alive. He's so fucking black, he's blue. He's blue. Fucking purple-ass motherfucker. <laughs> we got all types of motherfuckers. <laughs> so anyway, and then further news, Megan Rappenhoe. You know the the lesbian pink haired piece oh, of yes, shit that American hating soccer playing disgusting cunt. cunt. Yeah, yeah. So Her. she yes, was left yes, over. Yes. She was left out of the U.S. women's team along with Aww. several other older players, citing that they would like to get younger because she's too fucking old, or she's too gay, way too gay, way too American <laughs> uh, hating. Yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. It was time for her to go, uh-huh. and the bitch can't play soccer no more. No, I mean, let, let's career is over. Let's face facts. Let's face facts. The shelf life on ignorant cunts only lasts so long. Just think of all the extra time you'll have for scissoring, for scissoring, and carpet munching, and things like that, and like fucking adopting little black babies or whatever yes. the fuck you you live fucking weird. You can meet up do. with Angelina Jolie and you can do a, a head count. And for the record, I don't think she represents all lesbians. No. No, I have no. many lesbian friends that I like very, very, very much. I would say... That happens to be a pink-haired lesbian I don't care for. I would say she's a poor representation of uh, of that group. A piss-poor representation, yes, representation of that group. However, I bet a lot of that group does um, side with her. They would side with her way before they yeah, sided with us. Yeah. So you know what? Fuck all you is. I really don't give a shit. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad they, got, I'm glad they left her out. They brought in some younger talent. Hopefully those are talented people that will stand... For the American flag and not kneel for it like mm-hmm. a bunch of fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. That yes. way I could cheer for an American team again Be nice. because it's disgusting having to say, yeah, you know what? Fuck that team because they actually really hate America. They don't represent America, they represent American hatred. That and is it's right. disgusting. It's great. Great. All right. This is my last one. Your last one? Yes. Yeah, uh, three days after being photographed without a face mask at the NFC Championship game, Mayor Eric Garcetti joined other officials Wednesday to urge fans to headed for the Super Bowl to strictly adhere to pandemic safety protocols. That includes staying masked, mask up, except while eating and drinking. Yeah, put your mask on, motherfucker. Here's how you get around that. You know those helmets that have the straws that come out? Hey, put that in your mouth. Ooh, beer dispensing plastic helmet. Sir, oh my fuck God. you, I'm drinking. Call them COVID helmets. Why didn't they make a... If there was anything that's ever going to make a comeback... Commercial. 
COVID helmets. COVID helmets. Yes. 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 We got a new commercial. I love it, helmets. So, anyway, last bit of news here. The last bit of news that we have. Oh, by the way, real quick, aside, yeah, sure. breaking yeah. news. Mm-hmm. Pro Bowl sucks. There's no point to it anymore. It's, it's flag football. It's, it's stupid. It's not even flag. It's like not even two-hand touch. When you touch them, they don't even stop running. The one quarterback got touched a couple times, he, kept Mike, running. It's like he was waiting to be tackled. It was unbelievable. Listen, Mike, you don't want these guys to get hurt. So they're just saying, just get in the vicinity, you know, and then we'll, we'll call that a tackle. Yeah, so why don't you just why don't you take the whole game, just like leave the game out of it, and just have the skills like competitions that they do? Because you like them leading up. They just have like all the skills competitions. That's it. Go watch the... Uh, see how far these fuckers could throw a football. See how accurate they are. I love the QB challenge. Go watch the episode of South Park where Randy, because he's fed up with all the, the pussy shit of, uh, of sports, so he like, gets so sarcastic and he makes the complete opposite where they use a balloon for a ball. They have to wear tutus and everyone starts taking it seriously. It's hilarious. <laughs> you know, speaking yes. of hilarious, the Washington football team announced... That it has its long-anticipated new name, new logo, new look, and highlighting a theme of, guess what it is, Unity! That was late on that. Better late than never. Better late than never. Um, Cool. So they said, one legacy, one unified future. We are one love. The Washington Commanders. The team tweeted with the hashtag, take command. This is a team that I I was very proud of for a long time because they took the name Redskins and they said, it's our name. Go fuck yourself. No, you know what I just bought? I bought a Washington Redskins t-shirt. Oh, dude. So in further comments, Joe Theismann appeared to talk about the commander's name, and he said he thinks the commander's is a name that is going to be one that hopefully people like going forward. Mm-hmm. I could tell you right off the bat, I think it's ridiculous. I think they should have stuck with the Redskins. I hope the Washington commanders never win another game in the history of games because it shows they're just like the pompous pussy politicians that make up Fuck it, make up DC. That's all they are. Yeah, They're not terrible. in command of anything. They can't even command a wet dream. They can't even command a wet fart. Um, I bet you're wondering what the Sorry. Iron Sheik thought about that Washington uh, sports team name. I am thinking. What what did the Iron Sheik say? This is his tweet. Washington Commander, you no good son of a bitch. It take three years, and this is the bullshit gimmick you come up with. Washington Commanders, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I love fucking the Iron Sheet. He's the best. That's the news. Final thoughts time. Going to be a quick little final thoughts. And we're going to do a little Super Bowl prediction. Now I'm going to give you a little disclaimer. If you're going to take my information and you're going to go bet on it, you are a moron because I always get these wrong. I am not the person that you want to mm-hmm. even think is going to get these and right. Definitely don't take mine because my first question was Mike, who's in it? Who's in it? <laughs> who's in it? <laughs> Forgot. Who the hell is playing again? So we have the Rams. We have the Bengals. You have Matthew Stafford leading the way for the, for the Rams going up against Joe Burrow and his Cincinnati Bengals. 
he is a boomer Esiason okay. kind of mini me lookalike, only he's righty. Exactly. What do you think? What do you got? Who's winning the game, number one? All right. I got the Bengals winning. Okay. And I have the Rams losing. Losing. I really do hope the Rams lose because <laughs> I, I I never want to see Odell Beckham Jr. get a, get a uh, yeah, Super Bowl championship. That's fair. He is such a piece of shit yeah, clown. He's, yep. he's poison. What he did to Eli, he ought to be like drawn and quartered for. Yes. Okay. And, and I don't like his hair. No, it's stupid. It's stupid. Okay? Yeah, it's and stupid his proposal there. to the kicking net was was fucking right. gay as fuck. Who do you got? I got the Rams. Rams over the Bengals, though. I have them twenty-seven to seventeen. You have the Bengals the losing. The Rams. Yes, I do. Okay. I got twenty-seven seventeen. Rams are going. Rams are winning. That Matthew Safford leaves Detroit. He didn't retire early. He left Detroit, and he gets his championship with the Rams. Lock it up. Bet on it. Take it to the bank. I got the Bengals 24 points over the Rams 17. Ooh, you went 24-17 too. It's weird how Three touchdowns and a field goal. Three touchdowns and a field goal beats two touchdowns and a field goal any day of That's the week. That's right. Do the math. It's actually, wait, three touch. Yeah, three touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah. Yep, that's 10 extra points. I, I know things. Wait a second. That doesn't make any sense. 24. Oh, you said 24. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was at 27. <laughs> Mine is uh, a touchdown and two field goals. Hey, yeah. nice. What are you going to do with 13 points? I like it. Yeah, I definitely think the Rams are going to take this one. But um, honestly, I really don't give a shit. No, not a solitary fuck is given. At all. No. And take the truth, there's no point to even watch it anymore because it's not like the cartoon or the commercials are any good. The commercials last <laughs> last year were some of the shittiest. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's like dude, there's no risk anymore in it. It's it's all generic. I bet there's going to be more fucking vaccine commercials than you'll ever possibly yeah. imagine yep. to ever see in your life. And none of them are going to be by Pfizer. No. No. no it's it's going to be, be every jerk off in the NFL doing it. Mm-hmm. I might not watch it. I mean, we're going to do it. It's tradition. Mm-hmm. They watch the Puppy Bowl. Yeah, Victoria likes the puppy. Yeah, that's fine. We make food, you know, some good food. Got to do the food. And uh, I watch until I'm like, this sucks, and I leave. Yeah, go and, we'll go definitely do some wings. We definitely, mm-hmm. uh, we usually make a chili. Yeah? Yeah, it's definitely chili time for um, for should, Sunday football. Try Skyline chili. Never had Skyline? that. Skyline? I like Hormel. I'm not even sure. <laughs> Hormel. Hormel I, I like chili. the good stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hormel. Hormel? Call it Hormali if you really want to get fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you like yours hot, spicy? A little bit, yeah. Nothing too crazy. I've had some chili where it's like you can't even get it down your throat. Yeah, something. that's not good. I want some noticeable heat. Yeah, I'm want. i I'm a heat guy. Yeah, me too. So I do like my wings hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the uh, the chili, a little hot, a little fiery. You need yes. some cracker in it. You know, I definitely mm-hmm. like the, the kidney beans. Mm-hmm. I'm a kidney beaner. Right. Light pink and and the and the darker ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. I could do them both. Uh, I could do I could do a, uh, a a three meat chili. I've I could take before. it or leave the beans. For being honest. Oh yeah. Yeah. If it's there, fine. If it's not, that's fine too. I like the beans, and I like throwing like the like the crackers in it. I like crackers, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever shit they you you, you, you know you mm-hmm. put in. I like doing that, and definitely some hot sauce. I'll add some hot sauce. I I, I I'm a I'm a hot saucer. Do you need pigs in blankets? <clears throat> I like pigs in blankets. With ketchup and mustard. Ooh, no, just mustard. Yeah, I don't know why. Try I, it. Try try mixing them. It's good. I, I don't like hot dogs like that. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely don't like hot dogs with ketchup and mustard. 
Did, that you, did you ever I, have it like that? Yes, oh, okay. 1,000%. Right. I like hamburgers with ketchup and mustard. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I definitely don't like hot dogs with it. I'm a mustard or cheese guy on hot dogs. That's that's yeah, that's kind of normal. Yeah. Mustard, cheese. Did I ever tell you about North mm-hmm. Carolina, what would happen? Well, I'll tell you a story, then we'll wrap the show up really quick. We had, um, we were going hunting with my grandfather. It was like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. So we ran in, and we, we were getting hot dogs for breakfast. Okay. So we ran this this one little joint. He wanted two hot dogs with everything. Okay. I was going to get four cheese dogs. So I walked in, get, can I get two hot dogs with everything on them? Four cheese dogs. Now we're in this fucking little hole-in-the-wall spot in North Carolina in the middle of the country. And up on the menu, it says hot dog, cheese dog, cheese dog with everything. Right? Okay. Different prices. All right. It's like hot dogs $1.50, cheese dogs $2, hot dog with everything's two fifty. It's like in, uh, my cousin Vinny. Breakfast? Exactly. Lunch. It was awesome. But that was that was how they listed them. So we get them nice, neatly wrapped in a in a package. Nice. I give everyone their their hot dogs, and I mm-hmm. hand Vincent his first. And I hear, what the hell is this? It was a cheddar. Think about a a grilled Yes. For, just put on the grill for a second just to get the black marks on it. Yeah. Mozzarella stick. What? Imagine a mozzarella stick, but yellow American cheese stick. Ew. On a bun. On a toasted warm bun. <laughs> Not even a fucking hot dog? There was no hot dog to it. <laughs> it was a cheese stick that was put on the grill for a second. Oh, my God. Put in a Put in a toasted hot dog bun. And masquerading as a cheese dog. Ding, bye, dog, dog. That's this guy. That's 100%. That's this guy. He's <laughs> a cheese dog. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Hey, there it is, the 125th edition of Calderice on Leisure. I hope you enjoyed it once again. Rank us out of five. Don't be a douchebag and go any lower than that. If you do, you hate yourself, and I will hunt your cor- corpses forever. Yeah, yeah. I will haunt them. That. I mean, not hunt them. Hunt them. I'm going to hunt. I'm kill them. I'm gonna no, no. I'm gonna haunt you. We're gonna commit murder. Okay? I promise you, I'll haunt your children if you don't give us a five. I won't commit murder. No, no, no. nah. No. I'll no. just haunt your. I'll haunt your whole like yeah. downline. After we die, after we die, we're haunting. We'll you. come back and we'll make your life fucking miserable. Miserable. You don't even want no part of me yeah. as a ghost. If you think I'm annoying now, you haven't even seen me as a ghost. We're, we're gonna mock you when you're jerking off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look how little his dick is. <laughs> Look at that he's a little man. Do you ever think of that though? Like like shit, my grandmother's up yes. there just watching me fucking beat off yes. and strangle my wife sometimes. Yep. <laughs> she likes to be choked. Stop watching, Grandma! Oh Michael, you're doing it all wrong. Fuck it, you need to pull her hair harder. She likes it harder than that. <laughs> anyway, this is where we go off the rails. Oh god. Hey, do me a favor. Pick your fucking head up and drive. And take your fucking retarded mask off your face. Ooh, news really quick. What? Murphy says uh, kids are going to be out of masks in March. His executive order to me ends tomorrow, so I'm, they're going to be off in, in masks tomorrow. All right. Yeah, perfect. Definitely take your masks off. Hey, unleash your mind. And as always, please promptly. Yes, politely. Go fuck yourself. Uh, please go fuck yourself. Hard. Hard. Fucking moron! Here we go, here we go. Listen, wake, fucking ridiculous. Wake, it's a nothing, but it ain't like this. Wake, it's a fucking moron. Wake, it's hysterical. It ain't helping you. Wake, it's not helping anybody else. Wake, it's unhealthy. It's hurting you. Come on.
Thank you, Winnie the Fuck. Thank you, Winnie the Fuck. Thank you, Hey, hey, Mike, what's up? Your team plays ball like a girl! You motherfucker! <laughs> I win.